0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Numb by Numbers podcast with myself, Martin Brennan. Today's episode is all around how to organize your back office. When you are a business owner, it can be something that we do neglect. So today's podcast is going to focus on five things, plus which will be of benefit to help organize, especially when it comes to gathering information for income tax returns, VAT returns, etc. So I hope you get some enjoyment out of today's podcast. This topic is something that really doesn't resonate too often with business owners as they focus on growing sales, growing profits, cutting costs, etc., which is the day-to-day sort of activities which business owners need to be focusing on. The back office is something that is sort of neglected, organization of invoices, organization of bank statements, etc., and it's really only when you get to to a level where you actually can hire in a part-time bookkeeper or maybe even an accountant. At that stage then, things really get serious. But up to that point, if you're a sole entrepreneur and you're sort of doing everything, you're organizing marketing, you're pushing sales, and you're also trying to cut costs, the back office can be something that is, it's something you're not interested in doing because that's not why you got into business, to be looking after the the finances, the invoices and all the other records that need to be kept and it's something that can be neglected and it doesn't become apparent until until such time as when an accountant will actually you'll get the email from them to say that a tax return is due or VAT return is due, corporation tax is coming up and at that stage then it's the daunting, is that feeling in your stomach that you actually have to sit down and go through your invoices, go through your statements, gather up all this information and send it over to your accountant and it is something that can be quite daunting, but it doesn't have to be. Like we're we are as good as the systems and processes that we have in place in our business. And for business owners, they will spend a lot of time planning out their business, how a customer experiences their services, etc. They will put effort into customer service, but the same level of Of care isn't really given to the back-end especially in very small businesses less than five to ten less than five people it can be a bit daunting so let's get into some things which I advise clients in doing to make sure that they keep on top of the back-end stuff before they send on information and the first thing is when you get an entrepreneur coming in the door and they are eager they're wet behind the ears and they just want to hit the ground running and It's great to see that enthusiasm coming across that they just want to take on the world. And that's uh, the first question I always ask them is, how are you going to record the information that we need to keep? We need to be keeping information for up to seven years. So in what form are you going to keep it? And the majority of the time, people don't really have an answer to that. They haven't really thought about it. And that's fine that they haven't done that. But it's something that needs to be thought about. Now, what I have noticed is a lot of business owners, when they have been operating for maybe three to five years, they have been using a mixture of digital and physical, like paper copies of invoices for doing the returns. And this is is a disaster because things get mixed up. You might be going back relying on an email that you've seen and you put it into a VAT return. But unless you actually physically have a copy of that email printed, it's it's very if if you get called for an audit or called for an audit or, or um, an inspection done, you need to have actually a copy of that invoice. And if you don't have that that email to hand for the file, it's basically it's and void as such. So first thing that entrepreneurs need to be aware is that they need to decide whether they're going to go digital or whether they're going to go physical. And before, up to 2010 or so, all businesses were were physical. They printed off the invoices, they printed off bank statements, and then the accountant and the bookkeeper inputted everything into the computer package. And that still works for an awful lot of business owners out there. With the revolution of the digital accounting packages, this has brought an ease of, I suppose it's it's a lot easier to store information you're not clogging up storerooms with boxes and boxes of invoices and bank statements but the concept is still the same you need to pick one you need to be digital and putting it into dropbox or google docs or whatever online application you wish to use or you need to be actually printing off all your invoices your statements and having a copy of those there to hand and storing them as you need to now, that's the first thing that entrepreneurs need to be aware of it's The mixing of both does not work out. You need to pick one and stick with it. The second thing they need to be aware of is that when it does come to filing returns, it's great to have all the information to hand in one place. So buying folders is, if you're using physical invoices and bank statements, that is the best way of of organizing your monthly invoices. So every time an invoice comes in, you're putting it into the folder, so when a VAT return is due, you have all your invoices to hand already. You're not going searching through a pile of invoices looking for specific invoices to put into the VAT return. You have them there to hand. A good rule or a mantra is: don't put down, but put away. So that means try and touch an invoice once, so that when you receive it and you open it up, that you can file it. You're not leaving it down on a desk or in a in a to-do list of invoices that needs to be filed. like There's no harm in batching and and putting them down. But if you're batching once a week, that's what you need to be at. Once a month doesn't really work as well. And definitely not once every two months for when your VAT return comes. It's just too time consuming. It just drains your energy and then you start to dread it. So the next time two months comes around again, you're back to square one. But if you're doing something each day that is helping with this whole process, invoices opened, filed in, in the folder, job done and then at the end of the week at the end of the month you have all the information to hand already that's one way similar that if you're going the digital route you're going to put everything into an online folder so you can mark it the week the month whatever way you want to do it and every time an email comes in you just forward the attachment off into that into that folder and then you have it there any invoices come in you scan them up and you put them into the folder you have all those there as well the one thing about the digital is that this can go hand in hand with your accounting package. Sometimes Some accounting packages allow you to scan in your invoices as well as as have your bank feeds run through so you can do it all in one application. And that's the joy of using online packages. But for people who are using and they're, they're, they're just continuing to use the old physical, make sure that they're using folders and they're filing everything on a weekly or monthly basis. The next thing is to make sure that when you are filing a tax return, is that you're not dealing with information that's not relevant to the the return. So if you're doing a tax return for the first four months of 2020, that you're not looking at information from 2019 invoices, which has already been filed in a previous tax return, it's not coming back on your desk again. That when a return is done, the backup is kept and it's filed away. You don't want to be seeing additional information coming through Similar to if you're doing an income tax return for 2019, you don't want to see your 2020 invoices and bank statements sitting on the desk. So clear everything away before you start. A bit like when you're getting ready to sit down for dinner. There might be crap on the on the table from earlier on in the day. You clear it all off, you set your table, and then you're ready for your dinner. And the similar concept needs to be applied to when we're thinking about doing getting ready the getting our information ready for our tax return. So that's the the next thing. Then and the fourth thing is to make sure that we adequate we have adequate time put aside each day or at least every week to put these processes in place. Very important to make sure that it's part of our daily routine. If we can pull fifteen to twenty minutes a day to organize, if if you have a lot of invoices coming in, that that's more than enough time that you need to be to be organized and everything. If it's a case that you can allocate a half an hour a week or an hour a week, but just to make sure that it's down in your calendar and it's set in stone. You, what you don't want is to have this up and running and then all of a sudden for it to fall to the side, to the side and then have to pick it up again. Like the first time you do this, it's gonna take the longest because you're getting everything up to date. But once then the system is in place, you will be able to feed this into everything else. Invoices coming in, they're filed away. You won't have this dread, this this feeling in your stomach that you have so much to do for this upcoming VAT income tax return because you have all the work really done as you're going. You're not going to be relying to be spending three to four hours going through invoices and pulling all the information together. So allocation of time on a weekly, daily or weekly basis is the next tip. And the last one is that if you are like a majority of people out there, business owners, you get into business because you enjoy what you're doing. You don't get into it because you want to be an accountant or a bookkeeper. Well, then if that's the sort of if that part of the business is something that you dislike you and it's something that you just do not enjoy, you don't want to allocate any time towards it, hire a a part time bookkeeper to come in and do this for you you would be amazed of the rates that are out there for getting in bootkeepers very very experienced boot who will be able to do this for you they will run through your invoices and they will fly through your bank statements and get everything up to date on a weekly or monthly basis and the cost to you is there is a cost to you of course but it is a lot cheaper than you actually have to physically sit down and do is it taken away from your family time taken away from a time that you could be working on your business. So don't see it as a cost, but see it, see it as an investment. And similar if you're using online applications, there are plenty of businesses out there which can help you as well. And they can actually set up all these these applications that I mentioned, like the likes of your Xero and your your Surf accounts. There's, there's plenty of companies out there, accountants and bookkeepers, who do this for a monthly fee. So you do not have to be worrying about once invoices come in, the similar concept, you have to gather the information. So if you get in an email, you have to send it off to the to an email address in one of these applications. But once it's gone the job is done that's your job done and then it's your accountant or your bookkeeper's job to come back to you saying that you're missing invoices etc so that you might need to do a little bit of searching it's not a a 100% solution but it's definitely 80 to 85% solution if you time wise if you're thinking that this might be something that could save you a lot of time so that is the end of this week's podcast look I hope you got some benefit of it it's really geared towards people who are setting up businesses or running businesses but just on the back office side of it just unsure of what is the best format for maintaining invoices keeping invoices etc and the number one rule is to think when you always think worst case is that if you are required to produce an invoice can you get it to hand and if so where is it that's the golden rule have it a system in place which are digital or physical that you can easily put your hand on invoices, sales invoices and purchase invoices that you're not putting yourself under extreme pressure going back through emails that may five years old looking for invoices at a time when an old email address is going. You know things change so fast so just make sure that you are from now in your business you have the right structure in place. So I hope you got some benefit out of this podcast. And until the next week we, that we chat, you take care of yourself. And we'll talk soon. Take care.